Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Time now to discuss the top market. Moving headlines that investors will be paying attention to add its potential implications. It is time now, Ryan, for the Breakfast Brief. That's right. So a couple of things we will be watching out very closely for today. That includes what's happening in China, where Shanghai over the weekend has announced new measures to help shore up its economy, unveiling economic support as its lockdowns are set to ease. So we've got pretty much 50 measures, around eight categories. And just to give you a sampling of them, we've got the quota for car ownership this year increased by 40,000. And you have a purchase tax for some passenger vehicles that will be reduced and subsidies will be given to electric car buyers. So we've seen how the impact has really hit Shanghai in terms of its economy and also social development. So this is going to be good news for Shanghai where we can see business activities start to resume. Manufacturers will no longer need to be on a white list to go back to operations. So I think this could be something that could excite markets if things get underway according to plan. So something to watch out for in the coming days. Um, Also, some of the measures will include encouraging commerce firms and e-commerce platforms to issue coupons to boost consumption. Also, the supporting of construction of infrastructure projects in railways, airport hubs, ports and energy sectors, boosting financial support to foreign trade firms, helping foreign companies to resume operations, starting more urban renovation projects, and also more construction land quarters for this year. So all in, they seem to be putting together a bit of a package to just help sectors more hard hit by the impact of the COVID-19 lockdowns. Yeah, Ryan, it is the start of a brand new week, as I mentioned earlier. What else are you tracking this week, though? Okay, so starting from Monday, quite light to start off the week on the calendar. We do have a legacy summit around Rodrigo Duterte, the Philippine president. So this is around his pretty much legacy over the past six years, his report card. So after the summit, we'll hear from his cabinet, foreign ministers, also a few of his administration officials, what were his achievements, his accomplishments, and what sort of legacy he'll leave behind. And tomorrow, it's going to be more, I guess, busy in the sense that we will get some data from China. And this is around PMI numbers on business conditions. So we will get the official PMI, and that is expected to come in at 48.9, up slightly from the 47.4 previously. So that's good news, a bit of an improvement, but bear in mind, under 50 still points to contraction. And this part of reflecting the lockdowns and restrictions that have been playing out in the past few weeks. So something to watch out for. And on Wednesday, we will get the Tyson Manufacturing PMI numbers, which tracks smaller private firms. That will give another indication of China's economy. And for Foxconn, they will be having a new board of directors come tomorrow. So shareholders are set to approve the company's proposal of new board members. So Foxconn could be a stock to watch tomorrow in terms of movements. On Wednesday, the Bank of Canada will be in action for an interest rate decision. So most expectations are pointing to another 50 basis point hike. So pretty much in line with what the Fed is doing and many central banks 
are trying to keep in step with the Federal Reserve. And Australia will be reporting its first quarter GDP numbers out on Wednesday morning. And we are set to see Australia's economy set to slow to 0.7% in the first quarter, down from the previous quarter of 0.9%. And some good news on Wednesday. Japan and South Korea will further reopen borders. When was the last time you've been to both countries? You know, honestly, never. Only to the airports, but also I know that this Japan, initially it's going to be on a tour package, right? That's the initial yeah, steps that they've got. A bit more calibrated and measured yeah. in that sense, mm. uh, slowly increasing the daily cap on a number of visitor arrivals to 20,000 from the current 10,000. So it's a sign that, hey, economies around the region are starting to open up. So good news for maybe the likes of SIA and other aviation and transport stocks or hospitality stocks even as we mm. uh, look at what movements to watch out for in the coming days. Shanghai, of course, has been talking about reopening and resuming back to normal in some sense come mid-June. So from Wednesday, they will start to restore normal operations with factories uh, going back online. And on Wednesday, we will also get the PMI numbers from the US out at night. And moving on to Thursday, the OPEC Plus Mistral meeting will be in action. Going by the past few meetings, they have not done anything unusually to surprise markets, pretty much sticking to their path of gradual increase in oil supplies of just around 400,000 barrels per day. So something to look out for in terms of commentary and outlook in terms of where things might go in the coming quarters. And also down the road on Friday, we will be getting the non-farm payrolls for Friday. I think this will be the big data point to watch out for the entire week, which will give a glimpse of where the US economy is heading, how tight exactly the labor market is. It's been quite solid or resilient in the past few months. So this will give a bit of reinforcement or support to how the US economy is playing out, at least in the labor market. And one more thing to watch out for on Friday is the US divestment deadline for companies in China linked to the PLA. So investors in the US will be completely prohibited from buying any securities issued by Chinese companies that are deemed to be linked to the People's Liberation Army. So this deadline on Friday and on the list are 59 Chinese companies. So something to watch and that leads into the weekend when it is the Tiananmen anniversary. Yeah, the Tiananmen Square massacre. For the third year running, Hong Kong is unlikely to host a large-scale vigil in memory of the 1989 massacre. Ryan, what do you think of that? No, something to watch out for in terms of speeches and signals from the policymakers, especially um, with how they might play down, of course, as usual, the incident around Tiananmen. Mm. Yeah, looking, uh, you know, plenty to digest there and look forward to. So anything else, Ryan? Cutting, uh, okay, on the right? earnings front, things are starting to fade off in terms of um, activity, but we still have some numbers to watch out for coming through from SATS. Uh, the catering company for the uh, aviation sector will be reporting today and in the coming days, we can look out for tomorrow. HP, Salesforce, GameStop, and on Wednesday, Hewlett Packard Enterprise on Thursday, Broadcom, which has been in the news for trying to buy VMware, and Lululemon and Meituan in China. So lots to watch out for in the coming days. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that. Ryan, coming up in just a bit, we'll have Steve Oaken, Senior Advisor, McLaughlin Associates with The Washington Report. Keep it here, Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.